Ah, uh, welcome back to the Cafe Stop Show, everybody. Um, I'm Josh, and Mike uh, is with me here as always. But today we have a very, very special guest: uh, the 2022 Elite Road Race National Champ in the States, 2022 Collegiate National Champ in the States. Uh, took about three podiums at Tulsa on the top step. Winner of the the mountains category at the Tour of Abititi. Uh, I don't think I said that right. <laughs> Uh, race Perry Roubaix is a member of the U.S. national team. Uh, Mr. Amait Insek, uh, affectionately known as Ama. Ama, how you doing? I'm doing good, doing good. Yeah, I haven't even thought about my junior days in a in a while. <laughs> oh man, it's actually it's it's terrible a bit of me, but um, yeah, no, that was thank um, you, thank you so yeah, much. <laughs> it's a it's a it's quite a bit of a throwback, man. What a what a time. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm glad to be here. Though. We just had no, to throw that in for some Canadian uh, content. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It's funny they don't like but when as, I went there. They they actually speak like like Quebecois. It's like a uh, unique dialect of like French and English blend. It's yeah, it's pretty oh, yeah. fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mike and I. Uh, well, I lived in Ottawa most of my life, and Mike was there for a long time. So we were like right on the border uh, with Quebec. <laughs> so we're very oh, familiar okay. with with that Quebec. Familiar, slang, but for not sure. Fluent. Always, <laughs> not fluent, clearly. <laughs> yeah, most of it went over uh, my head. Lots of, <laughs> yeah, lots of great riding uh, on the Quebec side. So we had to throw that in. Um, but yeah, uh, you can follow along with Ama on Instagram at Ama Insect. Um, and if you don't follow him uh, on there already, yesterday was his birthday, so a huge happy birthday to you, man! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a good couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, and uh, also, you guys, you and your brother do some coaching services, uh, which is at uh, imperiumcycling.com or on Instagram at imperiumcycling, um, and we'll chat more about that a bit later. Um, but today, we're twice as caffeinated as we're powered by. At two of your favorite cafes. Um, so the Butter Cafe in San Dimas, uh, when you're at home in California, uh, as well as Dos Gatos Coffee Bar uh, in Johnson City, Tennessee, where you're over at school um, right by there at Milligan, right? Yeah, yeah. So like uh, my favorite place to go is, is 100% Butter Cafe when I'm at home. Uh, I got the best breakfast burrito. Yeah. So if you go there, say hi to Heather. And um, yeah, I think. Oh man, yum. Um, but yeah, <laughs> when when I when I am in town, like or when I when I'm at Milligan, typically I'll um I'll be going to Dos Gatos to like get some studying done, get a lot of homework. It's it's nice to you know have like a strong stream, stream of Wi-Fi and great coffee. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty much the majority nice. of my life. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, like that's all you need: great coffee, great people. Yeah, yeah. does does the world a good. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for, for filling us in on those and highlighting uh, those cool local spots for us. Uh, people people should definitely check them out. Yeah, definitely. <sighs> Look at that jazzy on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's funny. I um, I dreamed about getting this for so long. And um, it's wild. Now, now that I have two in the same year, honestly, like I'm more baffled than anything. But at the end of the day, it's like, it's, it's really weird just to think of like, it's just a Jersey on the wall. And like, now I just have a couple more like of like jerseys to recycle through. And yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting to think about <laughs> like the idea itself. I can't, uh, like, it's hard for us to wrap our head around that. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. but It, it was, must have been a wild, wild feeling for you, man. It was very hard. <laughs> <laughs> it was very fun though. <laughs> yeah but yeah it's just yeah it's, it's unbelievable awesome 
So yeah, two cafes that you should definitely check out. That's uh, at Instagram at the Butter Cafe San Dimas and uh, at Dos Gatos Coffee. And we'll link everything below after. So don't worry about that. Um, oh, so we have our first question for you. Uh, this is our favorite question. Um, we're going to go easy on you today, but if by some miracle you beat us to the cafe, what's your go-to coffee order? Oh man, I typically side with like a vanilla latte with oat milk, but oh man. Yeah, sometimes I just like like a double shot espresso. Just nice, simple, gets you going and like it's what you need without all the excess. I, you know? I think that's a mixture of both of our orders. I take the vanilla latte and Josh can take the espresso. It's true. It's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mikey always gets the oat milk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I take a lot of flack from my oat milk orders, but I'll take it any day over milk. No, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's way better. Yeah, it leaves me feeling a lot better for the rest of my ride, too. Yeah. yeah. Josh has to sprint home after his coffee, so like. <laughs> oh man that's not bad either you get a good workout out of it <laughs> some good efforts for sure yeah yeah um no uh awesome awesome thanks for for hooking us up with uh with those two spots that's really great um yeah yeah so i mean you grew up in uh, ontario california right yeah yeah, yeah um, right outside la Nice. And yeah, so f- for, for those people who don't know, yeah, like you said, right outside of LA, kind of nestled between like a bunch of proper mountains there. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, kind of just east of Chino and uh, San Dimas. So uh, yeah, what, what was it like uh, growing up there? And how, uh, how did your time or maybe a lot of time spent on the bike influence that too? Yeah, you know, um, growing up there, it's interesting just because you get to see a lot of the um, the growth of the, the city itself, just because like when I was growing up, it was a lot of dairies. So we had, uh, like dairies were just like all surrounding. We didn't really have too many neighbors. And then over time, things just started to grow like crazy and like traffic started to grow. So it's like the, the city itself grew a lot. Um, wow. when it comes to like my relationship with cycling and like the city itself, it's, um, it's a bit interesting just because like Ontario, maybe the city that I start with. But it, like, I actually don't really spend time in Ontario. Like, my number one objective is to kind of get out of it, just because like it's so yeah. much of like a hustle bustle now um, compared to like when we were growing up. Um, but yeah, the, the majority of my rides go through Chino. You know, I'll go to to Glendora, uh, do GMR or Mount Baldy. Wow. Like, typical typical things that you'll do. Yeah, yeah. You'll see in like tour California. That's kind of like my my area. And, you know, have some rides that go through, like, the beach and back. Yeah, super fun stuff. Nothing, nothing too crazy, though. That's like, just, <laughs> just like, good well, train to train. <laughs> that sounds like a hell of a lot more fun than some of the stuff we have around here. So, that's <laughs> <sweet>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Nice. Black Ontario is nice. And, like, yeah. so, like, how did, uh, like, even kicking it way further back, like, how did you get into riding and, like, how did that grow and, like, you know, what does riding mean to you now versus then kind of thing? And how has it evolved? Oh, yeah. So growing up, that's a good question. I was extremely competitive. Uh, yeah. Like, like not, not in a bad way, um, but just like, like I just wanted to be the best version of myself that I could possibly like willing to do anything for it. And, you know, that, that translated to when I was cycling is just like, okay, who are my competitors? How fast are they? You know, like love to own my competition, like, like very sportsmanlike, but at the same time, like, what can yeah. I do in order to like bring my best self to the table? So that way, like, and knowing that they're doing the, be- the same exact thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I still have that mentality today, which is like, like I'm trying to continually increase 
um, my fitness, my, my mental aptitude when it comes to racing and being able to, to kind of shoot up the experience curve as quickly as possible. Uh, but now it's, it's more passion driven. So, <laughs> okay. uh, like, like for example, I, I love, I love going to a certain location during my rides. Like I'll, I'll constantly, like I get super excited for like the biggest days out of my block so that I can, I can make like this crazy route and I can go check out this area that I've never seen before. I can go, uh, explore this neighborhood that I've always wanted to, but never had enough time. And yeah, yeah. It, it's about the adventure side, just as much as it is about like finding new limits. Like when I was younger, yeah. I was not doing intervals, like five hours into my ride. Now I am. <laughs> so it's like, it's a, it's a different type of mentality. Like um, yeah, for sure. before I would be like, I have to do this. Like I need to get to the next level. Now I'm like, I want to do this. This is crazy. Trying to do these intervals just while you're so cracked and I'll start laughing. And, um, it's, it's like a completely different type of mentality, but still like, like progressive, still always moving forward, but a little bit more yeah. holistic, a little bit more, um, a, a little bit more calm and, and patient. So yeah, I'd say that's, that's kind of like how, how my mentality shifted over the years, but yeah, yeah. getting started, it was a lot different. Yeah. It yeah. seems like maybe a little more centered. Um, like a and have that like amazing um like calmness but also like super intense at the same time you know what i mean like yeah yeah, yeah. so you know when i first started it was very um it was very simple-minded be the best athlete you can be yeah. but now it's a lot more so yeah, yeah that's awesome <laughs> yeah this wicked perspective too i like like that you purposely build that into rise about like trying to find cool places to explore like just physically um, that you haven't been able to check out. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like training, training's put me like personally through like trials and tribulations. Like I, th I think everyone has off seasons, but like <laughs> at the same time, it's like you learn the most about yourself when you're going through tough times and training has definitely put me in those tough times. And like, I am the yeah. way that I am today just because of like those tough times throughout training and they're just like, things aren't working out well. And like, I had been forced to like reconsider my idealisms at the time when I was younger, like that, that model of just like, like pushing yourself to the utmost with like no regard towards other aspects is only sustainable for so long. So for sure. Yeah. It's kind of like what crafted me to today. Wow. wow. Awesome. Um, and just in terms of like, you know, maybe cycling, but even just other sports, like growing up, who were some of the people, uh, like you looked up to like role models or like professional athletes or from your personal life kind of thing? Yeah. Um, role models growing up, like when, especially when I first got into cycling, I, I started off mountain biking. So I raced in like the okay. SoCal league. Um, a lot of my, my role models were like definitely my brother just because like he, he was just ridiculously good, like off like the get go. Yeah. And I was not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it was great just to like have that and like, like spend so much time with him and understand like his work ethic. Um, mm. <laughs> we didn't always get along when we were younger, but I admired that he would <laughs> do whatever it took. <laughs> and, yeah. um, yeah, like my brother, um, growing up, we had, you know, like the Williams brothers, like they were super close to like where we lived. So, you know, we grew up in Ontario, mm. they lived in Pomona. So that's, that's only like a 20 minute drive. Um, <laughs> but I remember I'd go to InCycle 
this local bike shop and I'd see their picture on like, like framed up. And I was like, dude, that's super cool. You know, mm-hmm. you got like three brothers cause it was Corey, Justin and CJ. And they went one, two, three yeah. on Ontario. And like back then, like Ontario, like we looked at it as like, dude, they, they just won this massive pro race. Um, yeah. and I was like, dude, they, they took the dub and they posted up. It was so cool. And I was just like, I could relate to that. <laughs> cause I was like, like my brother and I had never raced at the time. And that was something that just like always like I've, I'd wanted for so long. And it was so cool to like see that, you know, like yeah. there's this other set of brothers. They're also killing it. And they have another, like it's three of them, not even just yeah. two. I was like, dude, you met this is super <laughs> sick. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'd say honestly for role models, like for cycling, you know, my brother, Willem's brother is like, Nino you know, typical, typical role model for mountain bikers. You see this guy who's like, yeah. got like, like 20 world cup wins and stuff like that um yeah yeah those, those are my big guys yeah nice nice that's awesome yeah. <laughs> um, and like super cool like you and your brother you got to be part of Legion and to race with them yeah yeah it was um it was fun um it, it gave us a lot of um like opportunity to like get back into racing together uh just because like mm-hmm. we we raced together for lux um so yeah, we, we ended up doing Lux. We went to school, took some time out of cycling. Um, and then 2020 came. Like, obviously, it was a massive time of change for the country. And, um, yeah, it just so happened, like, like Justin had asked me to be on the team. And I was like, yeah, sure, if I can bring my brother, too. That, I think that'd be great. And my brother wasn't riding at the time either. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, wow. it was like, <laughs> yeah. so we got it together. Um, yeah, it was, it was a little bit like undulating in terms of like how things would turn out, but, um, yeah, it ended up being great. I mean, email was able to accompany me on a lot of the, um, the traveling that we did. I took cycling a little bit more seriously than he did. He, he already had his life all set. You know, he, he sells payroll services, um, for, you know, like mid to like small to mid-sized companies. Like that's what he'd been doing for, you know, two years. Um, so like Mm -hmm. him traveling and everything was just like, like, oh, this is a sick bonus. I get to go to Tulsa on the weekends and then just go back to my day job. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, um, it kept him like motivated to stay healthy and stuff like that. And he's just one of those superb athletes that can literally just get off the couch and just somehow do insane things. That's my least so, favorite guy um, to ride with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> because I tell you, I get like, there's a couple, there's a couple points. Like, I'm like, hey, man, I've been training. You haven't. I'm sure I can kick your ass right now. He's like, bet. <laughs> we will just absolutely kill ourselves up like GMR or Baldi. And I'm like, I am in the box. I know he is in just as much pain. And he will he will legitimately keep going until like he drops dead. <laughs> he gets me every time. So oh, man. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. No, but but yeah, we, we did we did race for Legion for some time. It was it was a it was a fun year just like being able to bond with my brother. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> wicked. And like you guys even you were both on a podium together in Tulsa too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it was um it was great. He he was actually he was he was slightly off the podium for the first day, but he got fourth. Um he, his job was to support and he's honestly such like he's so patient with it. Um by the time he finished his lead out and it was my time to go, he already secured his like top five. Um, so yeah, he, yeah, he's so, he's so smart when it comes to racing. Yeah. It's been, it was, yeah, (laughs) that was an insane weekend. (laughs) Which one of you, which one of you started racing? Who pushed who? Uh, so he, he actually led the way. We, 
we started together, but he was the first one to start racing. And then he was the first one to join like the SoCal high school mountain biking league and start racing there. He was the first one to get recruited to Lux. He was the first one to make the national team. And I just kind of followed his footsteps. So yeah, up until recently, he, he had really just been paving the way. I, th- I think it was like, as, as we had like exited juniors that, and, you know, kind of took different paths when it came, came to college and like our, our life's purposes, we really started to like kind of split directions. But up until that point, he, he really did lead the way. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's uh it's awesome. You guys have been able to do so much together and you've been through so much together. Yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, that's honestly the number one thing that I miss, right? Like, like racing is fun, but there's nothing like racing with family. Like there, yeah. it, it, it's, it's, it, I, <laughs> I can't even properly communicate how much pleasure it gives me to like, know that I'm in the box and I know that my brother's about to attack, even though I haven't <laughs> seen my brother for the last 15 minutes or yeah. like, like Tulsa and Crybaby Hill. There was a point where like we gotten crashed out on day two and like it was, it was a massive like mess. So I was just like, mm. I was upset and I was like, honestly, man, I'm just going to attack from the gun and like see what happens. And I'm doing that like 20, 30 minutes in temperatures are getting to me. And I'm like, dude, I can't do this anymore. I was like, dude, I'm so boxed. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and we're both just like, we're both dying. And he's like, you have to learn to suffer. And then he shoves me up the hill. <laughs> And I'm like, dude, I can't. And then, and then I'm like barely hanging on. And then we get to like five laps to go. I've like recovered like barely, barely. And my brother's starting yeah. to float back. I'm like, nope, now is not the time, man. It's getting hard right before it gets better. And I was like, I was like, you gotta learn to suffer. And I shut him back up the hill. <laughs> I kid you not. Like so many, so many people from that race like still talk about it today. They're like, dude, I can't believe you guys did that. <laughs> <laughs> and, um yeah it's wild, just though. Crazy. <laughs> yeah it, it's it's irreplaceable and irreplicable like it's 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 impossible to create those same feelings like like i love my team members like you know even this past year racing with best buddies like it, it was a new environment new teammates um you know insane stories like we, we are family but it's mm-hmm. it's like like I grew up with this man. Like I grew up with you, man. Like we went to school together and like, yeah. it's, 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 it's like, it's hard to, it's hard to describe. Um, so yeah, like I, I'd say like, I miss that so much. So like racing is great, but it's, <laughs> it's just missing that little thing that, yeah. Yeah. That, that <laughs> other level, right? Like it definitely takes it there. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But nice. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, no, that that's so so awesome that you guys had those experiences. That's so cool, and like hardly anybody can say that they have that. That's amazing. Yeah, very very fortunate, very fortunate. Yeah, and um, so like when you guys were growing, of course you did a ton of riding. Um, now did did your dad ride as well? Yeah, yeah. So um, my dad actually got us into it. <laughs> um, oh, okay, okay, cool. Yeah. So <laughs> as a kid, uh, I was very like athletic as long it was as long as it was against like a certain metric like i'm competing against somebody if i'm not competing against somebody i don't really feel like working out that was like me as a kid (laughs) so during the summers i'm like ah you know like all my friends are back home like oh no i just feel like playing video games like i was that kid (laughs) which isn't which isn't bad but it was just like it was unproductive it wasn't healthy 
And my dad was like, you got to do something about that. So we either, we either have the option to hike, which is super slow for me, uh, to yeah. run, which is really hard, <laughs> and <laughs> three, to ride bikes, which I was like, is really hard, but at least I get to recover on the downhills. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'll never forget. He seated me up for my first ride at the Nelly. I got this like bell helmet that probably costs 45 bucks retail. <laughs> and it's all like <laughs> sideways and um we're going up this hill that i could do in like under a minute now i kid you not it probably took me 15 minutes and i threw up halfway <laughs> oh man <laughs> <laughs> i was like this is so hard i'm like dad i don't think i could do this and he's just laughing <laughs> he's like he's like we're so close to the top <laughs> and um yeah like and i was like dude this is this just isn't made for me i was like you know i'm like I'm not made to ride bikes. And then he was like, well, do you want to hike or do you want to run? I was like, no, nah, I'll keep riding bikes. <laughs> yeah. So, and, yeah, like it, it, took, it took about like six weeks before I was, you know, I remember we went to Chinahill State Park and we hit the first climb and I was like, I'm not dying. And then we hit the descent and I was like, <laughs> oh my goodness, this is fun. Like I could actually enjoy yeah. this now. And yeah, I just kind of took off from there. But yeah, my dad, my dad got us into, into riding bikes. <laughs> nice that's awesome that's awesome um and yeah if people don't know you unfortunately you lost your dad a few years ago so um you know we're incredibly sorry about that by all accounts everything i've seen it seems like he was such an amazing guy and like i even saw the gofundme in terms of you and your brother for for education and stuff like that which is like almost double the goal and like amazing yeah. write-up and comments seems like everybody like really loved him even the pictures like I see him and you and your brother, like he's that, that infectious smile and like you and your brother on Instagram, always smiling and always so positive and, and happy. And, um, yeah, it just seems like he, he was such a big part of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, uh, uh, the, um, it, it was, it was interesting. I think, um, it's a unique experience to, to lose someone at, a pivotal age um yeah uh, a sudden way too so it was just um yeah i think you learn you learn a lot about yourself and like like what's the point of doing a lot of things it forces you to uh, really evaluate a lot of a lot of aspects of life um you know for me like uh we did raise money for the gofundme um and like honestly that that just showed how much virtue and character he like he had um yeah yeah it, it um yeah it was tough and very very uh defining to say the least whether it's good or bad um yeah and yeah i just try to live every day to try to make sure that it's it's more good than bad <laughs> yeah no um, absolutely and like like even you know when you won the the collegiate national champion you said like you know he's proud of you and you said you were bringing that home for your mom for happy mother's day. And like, seems like you guys have such a solid family. Um, and like, it, like just speaking with you, I think it's so evident, like, you know, uh, like what a great guy he was. Cause he did such a great job for you and your brother and your family, you know? And, um, you know, like my favorite quote about like losing somebody is that, you know, like what we do for ourselves dies with us, but what we do for other people in the world lives and is immortal. Right. And, yeah. We live through everybody that we touch in our time here. And I think like he just shines 
completely through you and your brother, man. Yeah. So it's uh, that the ability to have impact is uh, we. I don't think a lot of people are aware of exactly how impactful they can be, whether it's good or bad on other people's lives, whether it's small or big. And um, that, like, so much of, like, my life with him was um, wonderful. Um, But it was more so, like, when we had the service. And... um, it was um it was insane like the the stories that were told um mm-hmm. the the consensus that we had lost someone so great um it, it was very it was very prevalent um yeah but yeah i think um at the end of the day it, it, it's motivating to see like this is possible. It's possible to leave this much of an impact so, such that um, you couldn't even find like like it was it was difficult to find a venue that would host that many people. <laughs> wow, <laughs> um, man. wow, and that's so telling, um, right? Like, yeah, um, and to have people like like offer so much for us in our time of grief, it was just um, it was it was crazy. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean the the number one, really the only thing you could only thing you could do is to um, try to honor them and uh, live yeah. a life that's like worth meaning and, and has like hopefully just as much impact. <laughs> so yeah, well no, I I think you're doing exactly that, man. Like I think that's pretty obvious to everyone, not just in the cycling world, but especially in the cycling world, for sure. Um, yeah, and also, like that, it also comes to say, like, <laughs> the cycling world itself has given me so much. Um, because throughout that time, like, I was struggling pretty, pretty bad. <laughs> like, yeah. like, it happened four years ago, but yeah. it, it, it was really tough. <laughs> Um, I can't even imagine, man. But no, the 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 amount of love and the the amount of support that I got, like like from friends, is great. But like like people who didn't even know me in the second community, like went out of their way to, uh, like like Lel, uh, clothing sponsor of ours, like they they came mm. to our place and actually like gave us food and and the succulent that wow. <laughs> I took insane care of. <laughs> And, and like gave me like an ear and, um, like, like friends that I had made when I was 14, just getting into cycling that I had fallen out of touch with came and, you know, just like talk about good times and, you know, reminisce about like a lot of the memories that we have of him and like things that like, I didn't even know that he did. Um, (laughs) and like, ah, man, like all of the funny stories that people have of him that. Like I had no idea that had transpired, but like show his virtue and show his integrity is just, is is insane. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's so, so evident. Um, like I said, that like you're doing such an amazing (laughs) job of, of like living up to that and, you know, he would definitely be super proud. 
Yeah, that's that's very transparent. Uh, no, and sorry, so sorry to bring up your dad, man. I don't. Uh, I just thought it was uh, you know relevant to, to how you know such an awesome story that you have. Yeah. Um. I don't really talk about him too much. Oh, sure. Um, and it's not, no, 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 no. It's, it's like, like up until this past year, like I couldn't be able to. Yeah. Um, but like the, a lot of it is like processing and still like, yeah. like working through it. It's very, it's very needless to say traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> for sure yeah, um yeah. but no like it, it it i still look at it and I, I have like so many memories ingrained into me and like i live my life in constant retrospection and like i'm i'm, I'm constantly digging through like old memories trying to learn something new and at the end of the day it's like like you come to realize like you, we lost someone great but because of that now like 10 new great people are formed because of like their desire to want to like carry out their will yeah. uh, to carry out the virtue, to carry out their passion and, and to live life with intention. So um, that's, that's kind of like how I've been like learning to work through it. Um, and, you know, going to Milligan is great. Like it's a Christian school and, you know, we spend a lot of time thinking about God's role in our life and impact. And um, I don't really like to bring religion just cause like it's, it's a lot of different, like, a lot of people have different views for it, but I feel like it's um like this. I may not understand why this event was like made to happen, but the number one thing that I can do is just simply like look at the bigger picture, look at what I'm meant to learn and look at who I'm meant to be mm-hmm. and follow through like with whatever, like my job is while I'm here. So, yeah. And, yeah. and like I said, I, <laughs> I think you're doing like, an, an incredible job of that like you know all um you know you had the courage and bravery to like speak up um about you know some some really important issues and like that's needed you know more than ever especially with the current you know climate of the world right now um uh it, you know even like when we were chatting with like your former teammate sam boardman he was you know alluding to the fact that like all of the horrors of the world and all these current issues with respect to like injustice and inequality, you know, like racism, homophobia, transphobia, misogyny, discrimination, et cetera, et cetera, right? Like these things and cycling are not mutually exclusive. Like they don't go away just because you throw yeah. your leg over the saddle, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and people forget that. Yeah. But like, like people who are entitled and privileged forget that. Absolutely. Typically. Um, and it is it, just like, you have to continually like seek more knowledge and more understanding. Like if you want to hope to like kind of break through the shell and yeah, it sounds is a great human being. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, he's awesome. no, I love Sam. He's, he's awesome great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, like, that's a, that's a very eloquent way of like stating like just because you're doing like what makes you happy doesn't mean like actually all the problems in the world suddenly disappear. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It doesn't just go away. And, you know, like exactly like you said, some people have enough privilege that they can forget about that. But, um, you know, I don't think that's necessarily the the right thing to do either. Um, uh, Like, just because it's not an issue for you doesn't mean it's not an issue for somebody else and like a very serious issue for them too. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the world, the world is getting better. Um, but if we can each play a role in helping it kind of speed along that way, yeah, I think that's important. (laughs) So (laughs) absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, like, even if you just look at cycling at like the highest level, like you do, like it's, um, you know, for people that haven't been in racing, like it's a chess game at like 30 miles an hour. And you have so many things on your mind, you have to cover moves and uh, try to hold wheels. And like you just did a perfect job describing it, talking about you and your brother at Tulsa, essentially, um, you know, um, but I like, I can't imagine all that pressure and being like so physically stressed and so cognitively stressed. Um, but also like having to worry about, you know, like, like, for example, like somebody calling you the N word in the Peloton or like, you know, being overly aggressive because, um, you know, they, uh, skin color. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like uh, having all of that on your mind on top of the normal racing stuff, uh, just seems absolutely insane to me. And like, like, it seems like you do that so gracefully. Like, how do you do that? Uh, I think I think on race day, you put that away. Yeah. But the problem is more like for me at least when I'm training, mm. because like training, I love training, I really do. But it makes it really difficult when I kid you not, like for a simple recovery ride, I'm seeing at least five Confederate flags. Mm. Uh, for a simple recovery ride, you know, I have people try to run me off the road, call me the N word. You know, for, for simple, like, in, endurance rides, when I'm going out to the boonies, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it it's exhausting. And the mental strain, it's like, get, cycling is just as much mental as it is physical. People like to think that, like, like being, you have to be in shape, yeah. But when it comes down to it, if you're not willing to, like, go that extra mile and, like, suffer that extra bit, you're not going to make it. Yeah. And if I've already been suffering, like, a little bit every single day, it's it's water torture like just constantly like drip 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 until yeah or like you'll have like two weeks off the bike just and you don't know why you're upset at the world and like you feel like you don't belong and you don't know why and it's so like like you start to become like like it's like for me being here like in tennessee it's a lot different than la and like while i slowly start to become like indoctrinated into the ways that they live here i'm also like becoming progressively more and more like upset without really truly understanding why and i just like i was thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it and it has so much to do with the environment it is so mentally taxing and i think i think an easy easy example is like also like the confederate flags yeah, the general like slight comments of like like my my classmate who um, I see him twice a week and we have small group discussions with him myself and two other people so four people it's a very small group and he says something that's blatantly ignorant and somewhat like racist and sexist and um, very like somewhat homophobic like it is it's like that type of stuff that's just general like it wears on you. And when I try to go have a conversation about it with him, trying to explain why, like, Hey, you know, if there was another minority in that group, not just me, they'd probably be offended. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't seem to understand why he's like, well, I have his quote was, I have gay friends. I'm not homophobic. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay. Um, 
why don't you show them what you said? Because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was written. Like, it was written. Too, though, like. and, and I'm like, you might be able to provide, and I'm not saying like you're a bad friend, but you might be able to provide better support for them if you know what not to say, if you can try to understand their experiences a little bit more. And he ended up calling me a hypocrite and was like, like what? you just want to say that you're 100% right. And I was like, no, I'm, I don't want to be 100% right. I love being proven wrong. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if you could, if you could show me some concrete evidence that supports your, your points, I'm all for it, but I'm giving you a whole bunch of points that support mine, you know, um, Jim Crow laws and how that like integrated itself into legislature into today's time, like how Martin Luther King was looked at as the most dangerous man in America up until like the point now where like we praise him. But at the time he wanted to be murdered and he was murdered in this very state. Yeah. He was assassinated in this very state. And like, if you can't understand that and like understand the problems that we're still going through, like, yeah. April fourth, he was shot. It, 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 <laughs> exactly, and um, it, it's 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 hard to have a, a an environment where like they're constantly degrading you, and you don't even start to see it after a certain amount of time because like you start to assimilate, mm-hmm. and you start to try to fit in, and you start to try to stop fighting it. You want to start to relax and just let it be and it just it just wears on you progressively and that affects your racing because now you're less prepared for races you you've had to take days off in order to mentally like focus and when it comes time to actually mentally focus you're so worn out and you're like if you've been saying to yourself fuck this shit for like sorry for my language like But like if you're if you're spending like five days out of the week, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday saying like fuck this shit, like you're you're angry and you show up to race day on Saturday exhausted. Like how do you expect yourself to be able to perform to the best of your abilities when it comes time to suffer? You're so tired. Your perceived exertions like just like this isn't worth it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's how it gets you. Um well, just so. like you're so bombarded <laughs> with it, like over and over and over again, all day, every day. And like, that's going to have a huge impact on anybody. You're, of course, you're going to be mentally exhausted. Um, and then it like, it's compounded when you have like people who don't even think that it happens or that it's an issue or don't listen, who don't understand and who don't believe in it, like, and are just either ignorant to it or like outright racist or rude or discriminatory. Yeah. Jeez. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's exa- like, it, it's, it's, um, <laughs> I remember my first thought here. It was like, it's like, I went back in time 50 years <laughs> Oh god! Oh, no. and then, and then I started thinking like, well, 50 years ago, hmm, like <laughs> it, it was a little bit more okay to be a little bit more like, like overtly racist. Um, now today there's a little bit more subtlety behind it Mm -hmm. but at the same like our education is much higher than it used to be back then and like our ability to understand um the concept of race itself and the social construct that it is and Mm -hmm. um the the development of legislature like it's subtle but it's still like very apparent and it's just yeah i'm i'm 
I'm ready for it. I'm going on vacation for a couple weeks. <laughs> I'm ready. No, yeah, that's right. You're, I'm ready. you're headed to Mexico for a couple weeks. Uh, very, very Yeah, jealous. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, so um, my mom is Hispanic. And, um, you know, unfortunately, so I actually spoke Spanish when I was younger. Oh, wow. I forgot it over time just because, like, going to school and everything is just, like, English only. Um, but now I've... I don't know. Like, I, I just wanted to like actually start to understand culture more, and like, like I, w- I wish I had. I wish I had when I was younger, and I remember her telling me that. So I'm, yeah. I'm waiting for the big fat. I told you so. It hasn't come yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Dia de los Muertos is uh, November first and second. Okay. So I'm going to Mexico City from October 25th to November 8th, nice. um, and then I, I I head to Oaxaca with a couple of close friends of mine. Um, October 31st and November 4th. So we're going to observe the holiday and also like give me a chance to immerse myself in Spanish only culture and like actually be able to like nail down the language and, um, or at least not nail down, but like become significantly more fluent than I am now. Cause I, I'm conversational, but it's still like, like missing some things, like a lot of slang, um, being able to process like words faster. So I'm really excited for the trip in order to kind of like refine it. Uh-oh. But, but yeah. Um, yeah, so like that's like part of the first vacation. <laughs> I'm yeah, really nice. excited to get out of town. So that I come back, <laughs> I come back here to take some exams and for a scholarship meeting, and then I head home for two weeks, come back here for five days to study for my finals, and then I go back home. <laughs> so nice. it's just like it's very like my time here cut short um, a good amount, but like, and that's not to say like it's all bad here. It's just mentally exhausting. Yeah, um, no, no. Like it, there, there is a lot of beauty behind like like the area here like right on the appalachian mountains like it's yeah. um it, it's hard to get like this this close to nature and so it's such a like a lush fashion like it is so green out here you get the seasons you know it's um it, it's it's it has like a lot of beauty behind it it's just for me like so mentally exhausting yeah so yeah no absolutely. yeah I'm, I, I'm ready for that <laughs> yeah no and like it, it shouldn't be your job to like explain all these things to people too and like <laughs> to try to have to educate people and you know to tell the same things over and over again i can imagine how exhausting that it can be um but yeah. good for you for for fighting that fight but it definitely not should not be your responsibility for sure um yeah yeah and like even you know i was thinking um like I don't know, like, we definitely need some solutions to these things. Um, and like, you know, representation, of course, matters in sport and in life, uh, for sure. Um, but I think so often it's lost on people like that inclusion matters more, you know, um, like, yeah, like diversity just for the sake of diversity is really like tokenism right like there's no yeah tokenization yeah yeah it's just like putting these people and saying like they're like you have this (laughs) you know um but it's not really including people like including people properly is um you know like uh like uh, giving giving them a seat at the table like that's true inclusivity um you know allowing people to have their own autonomy and voice um you know uh, I think that is incredibly important. And I think like you've definitely earned your vacation. You've done a, a great job of advocating and, um, you know, your piece that was your Instagram post and then turned into your article on cycling tips. Uh, your, they called me the painted man post that is incredibly powerful. 
Um, and if people haven't checked that out, they should absolutely check that out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny to think that like, it's <laughs> so much is so much has changed, but not too much. Like when you yeah. really think it was two years ago since I had made that post. Yeah. So it actually, um, it was really insightful for me to look back, um, two years to see, man, so, so much has changed. And like, like personally, I've done a lot, um, or like seemingly like it feel it feels like a lot, just like so much in such a short period of time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I fully like, my perspective has grown a lot since then. And like, I'm, I'm a lot more aware in comparison. I have a lot more learning to do, but, uh, in comparison to how I was when I was younger, like now I know a little bit more of like what I want to do and how, how I'm going to get there. Um, yeah, back then I was just like, the world is, yeah, it's just, it's messed up, but like, I didn't have too many ideas as to how to really go about fixing it. And mm-hmm. now I do. So I'm, I'm really excited to just like graduate, get started with like my, my projects and like, oh, I'm so I'm so excited. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, yeah, like even like reading through even your article as well as like, I, I really loved your sense of like urgency, like, like we need to do something right now, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> like too many people have this attitude of like, oh, things are better than they used to be, or like they're headed in the right direction. And like, it's way too passive for sure. Like I, I wholeheartedly yeah. agree with you. Like we need to take action now because this is not okay. Um, and like, there's so many things and you gave like amazing examples, like things that are happening all the time. And like, we, we need to do something right now. Um, so that's yeah. like super, super poignant. And, uh, also like, I, I love how you're saying now you have some really exciting ideas and projects that you want to get going. So that's really cool to hear too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, gonna... Side note, like if anyone's listened to this podcast, like if anyone has listened to this podcast and actually has great ideas for like nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of what I want to do is to be able to like actually start a nonprofit that is centered towards, um, financial literacy and education, um, along with providing job opportunities towards, um, underprivileged youth. Like that, that is a lot of like what I want to get started on. Like, like post-graduation, like I'm going to, um, like I already have plans to like get myself financially set. So that way, like, I don't have to worry about that. And I could just fully focus on like, like doing this nonprofit and going all in regardless mm-hmm. of like, like, like the, the financial side, I want to be able to like fully focus on this. Um, without having to focus on like some other job or anything. So, um, yeah, if anyone has any ideas as to like maybe the infrastructure, um, you know, potential people that like, um, might be on board in terms of helping or like volunteering, like, please reach out. I am very interested. Like I, I, that is honestly like the biggest point of impact for me. And that like, like we're talking about, um, like it, living with intention and being intentional. Mm-hmm. And like, for me, when, when my dad had passed, like I was, I was in, I was in a spot where I was looking for purpose. And that was the conclusion that I had reached. I was like, if I am going to continue, it needs to be towards something that is going to contribute to society in ways that like will extend beyond me. And like, that is paramount. So yeah. that is what I'm going to be focusing on post 
post college. Um, but <laughs> yeah. Um, that's yeah, awesome, so. man. That's that's super cool. Um, we're so so excited to see to see what comes of that. And if anyone's listening, if you have any ideas, if you want to help in any way, please please hit them up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I feel like that that answers that question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. It, it, uh, do you have any plans for next year uh, on the bike? It sounds like you've got things pretty wrapped up, or at least you know where you're headed um, off the bike. Do you have any big race plans? Anything? Any goals? Anything you want to achieve? Yeah, yeah. So cycling for me has um, it's always been fun. Um, never really want to look at it as a job. Um, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not too certain as of right now. I'm looking to go privateer. Um, yeah, as of right now, I've been kind of weighing my options. Um, obviously, like there are teams that have reached out. Um, I'm not sure if you guys know, but Best Buddies is no longer going to continue for 2023. They're looking for yeah. sponsors to like get it get it started. But yeah. Um, yeah, as of right now, I'm kind of just weighing my options. I have a lot of things going on, like in like my personal life, along with like Imperium coaching and stuff like that. It's been kind of like taking a lot of my time. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm most likely going to be going the, the privateer route. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Cool. Um, the sponsors that I'm looking to get, I'm, I'm really looking for people that like or, or companies that want to not just support me, but the community that I come from. So, um, yeah, like for all the sponsors that I've been working with, I'm really asking like, Hey, is there anything we can do so that like, um, any of the clinics that I host, we might be able to have like a key sponsor. So that way it's like, we can, we can provide resources for these kids that don't have it and uh, also be able to like have fun riding. I think that's really important. There's a lot of, a lot of work that can be done for the community and the cycling community. Um, and the cycling community does so much for so many people that supporting it and giving back is really important. Um, we, we haven't touched on this, but before we wrap up, um, I just wanted to ask about your coaching. Um, and if we can give any shout outs for that as well. Um, yeah, you know, so I work primarily with, with youth. So the majority of my athletes are between like 14 to like 19 years old. Um, all the way up from like the local level. So like, like racing and like for say like the SoCal league, um, you know, like I want to do like a top five in JV or stuff like that, or all the way up to like team USA. So, you know, one of my old athletes, Alex Gustin went to world championships this year. Um, wow. you know, Cole is now racing professionally out in Spain, which is great. Um, you know, we got a lot of athletes that, you know, have come to perform on like, um, the national circuit and also like have moved on to like race, like world cups. Um, so it's like, it's literally everything from like bottom to top. And I, I, just, I love my job so much. <laughs> um, you know, we, we do take on a couple athletes that are older, but more so a lot of my conversations with older athletes, typically like I ask them like a certain amount of questions just to get to know them better. Um, if it's a good fit, then, you know, like. I'll take them on, but more, more likely I have a list of other coaches that I think would be like good fits depending on like what they're looking for. I think the coach athlete relationship is more important than anything. Um, you know, also along with the experience and knowledge, but, um, like if, if you can't communicate well with your coach, it's probably not going to work out and, and vice versa. If the coaches are communicating with you, it's probably not going to work out that well. <laughs> um, so, you know, like that's, that's important to me. So, uh, yeah, and Piero has been like around for quite some time, like 2018. Um, I started it as a way to like help, um, like youth cycling and thankfully and wonderfully it has stayed that way. Um, 
Yeah, like I'm, I'm from Southern California, so a lot of my weekends when I am in town <laughs> are spent riding with my athletes, and it's just it's it's wonderful, just like watching them grow. From, ah, man, watching watching someone grow from like beginning of adolescence all the way up until like they graduate high school, it's it's completely different shit than like to be able to have that impact. It's like you know the opportunities that they're looking for, their their perspective on life, you know, like their time management skills, like it, it's it's amazing yeah um and it's it's given me a lot of uh wonderful opportunities so yeah that's that's kind of like my coaching in a gist um yeah I, I do typically work with younger but um if you're older we could probably find a place and for looking you. to take on new athletes nice. in yeah. the in the coming years yeah yeah so um i'm actually looking to grow right now um so typically what i do is like during base training i'll take on new athletes and then during the year when i'm racing i i hold that and i have my consults during like like tuesday wednesday thursday so that way i can race friday saturday sunday and then rest monday so that's kind of like how it goes um so it's more of like maintenance but yeah um like anyone looking to onboard like typically now is the time that, that most athletes are doing like either coaching swaps or, or onboarding themselves to like a coach. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, over time, I I'm hoping to get it to be something that's like um, a little bit more expansive. So we have athletes in all sorts of parts of the country, but it's all in like small numbers. So like, you know, Kansas, um, you know, uh, like Montreal, um, you know, like, like Arkansas and new york <laughs> but we don't really have like hubs so i want to i want to grow it so that we have like hubs in these areas and that way i can like um i can travel to a certain location and actually stay there for like a couple weeks and watch them as they they do like their high school mountain biking races um yeah i think i think that, that would be exceptional um yeah so um yeah <laughs> any other questions it's not like the coaching or anything yeah yeah no no that's awesome <laughs> uh do you want to wrap things up josh we can uh kick off in our favorite way to end this with some rapid fire questions yeah we got some rapid fire <laughs> questions uh coming your way if that's cool <laughs> first thing yeah, that comes to it. mind let's do it you can't change your answers um all right the the first one <laughs> socks over or <sighs> under leg warmers? okay uh if it's dry over over the leg warmers, but if it's cold, under. And the reason has to do with um, shedding water. It's uh, a real style move to have the socks over, but if the socks get wet, feet get wet. Can't have that. Uh, some some good insights, professional insight there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dark socks with white shoes or white socks and dark shoes? White socks, white shoes. Ooh, ooh. Neither. Up, I like it. I like Neither. It. <laughs> always white gotta keep it clean though you gotta keep it clean i struggle with that i struggle with keeping it clean but I i've got I'm white best. shoes white socks they're both dirty <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly it's tricky it's tricky it's time consuming yeah. but the style points that's what it's all about magic, eraser. magic erases like once a week yeah um <laughs> yeah quick yeah. road race or tt oof honestly road race Ooh. um ah, it, it's hard like like i like a crit it's very strategic it's very um like like fitness based calculated um and <laughs> and like typically like bigger turnouts like it's it's a very exhilarating race to watch 
road races are challenging. Uh, like if if I'm doing a road race, I'm hoping that it's it's hard. Um, not like 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 we're climbing a Mount Von too, but like maybe like 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 five to ten minute rollers, mm-hmm. something like that. That's gonna be like we can whittle down the field. Everyone's gonna be tired by the time we get to the finish, but like it's still like strategic. It's still a little bit challenging, um, or like it's still very challenging. You still have to like measure out your nutrition. Um, it, it's a it's a lot more aspects than just like sixty minutes. You know, like so many things can happen. Uh, you know, like for crits, like there's so many different things that could happen that could take you out of the race. Uh, but for road racing, it's like it's a little bit more of like an honest effort, and it shows that you have been training. So, yeah. Wow. Solid. Solid. I'm glad the TT didn't get a shout-out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, TT would never get a shout-out from me. It will never get a shout-out from me. <laughs> My, <laughs> there's never, I've never had a good TT. <laughs> um, sweet or savory? Oof. All right, if I'm doing a lot of intervals, savory. Like, like a lot of, like, VO2 intervals, like, like, like build but base i love i love i love savory like i, I love it yeah. um who wins in a head-to-head sprint between you and your brother i do <laughs> there was no hesitation there Hands down. <laughs> next question no but anything longer than five minutes we're the same for five minutes anything longer he destroys me <laughs> uh best gas station snack on a ride gummy snacks or gummy 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 worms Sour, Sour gummy, gummy ones. That's a good one. Damn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Not regular whatsoever. No. <laughs> um, and uh, this is going to put a date on it, but the answer might be what's coming out tomorrow, which is Taylor Swift's new album. But favorite song on your on your playlist right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not Taylor Swift. Uh, favorite song on my playlist? Oh, man. You know. Uh, I, so I've been listening to a lot of old music lately. I like, so like father time from like Kendrick Lamar is good, but I've been also listening to how much a dollar costs by Kendrick Lamar. I was like, it's an old song from an old album, but and when you say old, the teachings like still hold very true, right? Like, uh, yeah, like 2012, <laughs> like, not like 2012. Yeah. But like, like people consider that old, like 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's it's just kind of like when he was starting to pick up a lot of steam. So yeah, yeah. yeah I think um, like right before he really blew up. So it was it was, it was a good Josh listen. And I feel yeah. old. <laughs> <laughs> What's no. the favorite song on your guys' playlist? <laughs> no, I I actually bought a used car like a few years ago, and the guy forgot uh, a Kendrick Lamar CD in it. So I was like super stoked oh, yeah. to have that CD. It was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know it's an old car and play CDs. Yeah, <laughs> that's how old we are. For sure. Bluetooth. Um, <laughs> all right, we got the last one for you. Um, you know, you said like road races and crits between all of the the racing you do. There's a lot of turnout, and uh, now you get to fly by like these kids in the stars and stripes uh, wearing the national champ jersey, which is awesome, and uh, like you definitely have a lot of kids who are going to be looking up to you as like a hero. Um, but who is your hero? Yeah, uh, my dad. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, my brother because he won nationals before I did. He, he did. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, no, I think. Um, yeah, 
uh my dad set the standard in a lot of ways that like also extent to cycling but like so much of life is about a lot more than cycling yeah, i think absolutely. i think as cyclists it's so time consuming it's hard to remember that but no nah, it's it's a lot bigger so yeah yeah he's definitely my hero Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And lots of, uh, I mean, you've done lots of incredible things already and lots more of those to come. And we, we really look forward to seeing that in the future. Uh, and we're super, super uh, honored that you took the time to, to chat with us tonight. So thank you yeah, so much. Thank you for being really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. It's been a blast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you so much. I appreciate it.